Sally drew back with a hump. You saying you don't listen to your mama anymore? Nope, Rachel smiled. I'm saying she hasn't told me what to do in a long time. Clearly disappointed, Roxy shuffled back to her workstation. Anyone who knew her could pick out which spot was hers by the Elvis photos outlining the wall mirror. He'd passed away before she was born, but she'd been in love with him since the eighth grade. Give me a minute to get ready for you. Sally hustled toward the back station with the turquoise shampoo bowl. Rachel knew the wait would be a bit longer so Sally's nails could dry. She turned her back on the shop so only Jamie could hear her. The place looks old-fashioned, but Sally isn't a bad stylist. She keeps up on trends. Even tried jazzing up the place to keep the younger women from going to Kalispell for their haircuts. But the older clientele complained. Where do you get yours cut? Rachel smiled wryly. Kalispell. Okay, next time you go. Yep, I'll let you know. Jamie picked up a hairstyle magazine left on the counter and flipped through it. So what's the deal about not asking for a pedicure? I doubt Sally is set up for it. Around here, goats and horses have their hooves trimmed, and women cut their own toenails. This is sad. I don't know when you're kidding anymore. Sometimes it's an adjustment for me, too. I lived in Dallas for over six years, remember? Jamie sighed. Then I guess I shouldn't ask for a Brazilian either. Rachel laughed loudly enough that Sally and Roxy both sent her curious looks. Sally waved them back to her station, and before Rachel took the lead, she murmured to Jamie, I dare you. I'm not worried. They'll be too busy talking about you and your purple streak, Miss Goody Two-Shoes. Oh, they'll be whispering all right about what a horrible influence you are on me. This time, Jamie burst out laughing. <laughs> I'm screwed either way. Sally motioned for Rachel to sit in her chair. You ladies are in mighty fine moods. You just wait till you're looking down the barrel of 46 and see how chipper you are. She shook out a plastic pink cape and draped it over Rachel. What would you know about that? Rachel lifted her hair so Sally could tie the strings. You can't be a day over 30 yourself. Sally chuckled. She'd been telling people she was 39 for so long, her age had remained a true mystery. But 46 sounded about right. Rolling her eyes, Jamie sank onto Roxy's chair and was sheathed with her own plastic cape. You too serious about putting in streaks? Sally asked. In unison, they assured her they were, and she eagerly pulled out color samples. Roxy didn't seem as impressed, and she gladly stood by while Sally mixed the two selected shades. Mrs. Perkins' dryer went off, and she started to say something when the door opened. All heads turned toward Louise. Her cheeks red, she looked as if she had run all the way from her fabric store, a pair of scissors in one hand, and a silver thimble on her right thumb. You're not going to believe who I just saw going into Abe's variety. 
Her gaze panned the room, her eyes bright and excited. Well, go ahead. Tell us before you have a stroke, Sally said impatiently. Searching each face until she was satisfied she had everyone's full attention, Louise took another dramatic pause, then deliberately met Rachel's eyes and said, Matt Gunderson.